This is the Rich Eisen Show. It's insanity. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. New England Patriots. There's no question every single offensive player knows right now who's calling the plays. And apparently it's Matt Patricia and his number two pencil will be calling the plays this year. Today's guests from NBC Sports, Mike Tirico, Tampa Bay Times Bucks writer Rick Stroud, Notre Dame head coach Marcus Freeman, plus host and comedian Andy Richter. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. I am your host, Rich Eisen. (laughs) Thus, the name of the program here on NBC Sports on Peacock, Sirius XM Channel 85, NBC Sports Audio. And for those on the radio, uh, on our terrestrial radio outfit or the Odyssey um, app or listening to us on our podcast, I just realized... As we came on the air here on NBC Sports <laughs> on Peacock, yes. uh, that that I that I do have a button on my shirt, <laughs> I just not, to Mike. not not yet buttoned, and, <laughs> and it is, it's showing off a little bit. I, I kind of dig it. I think you should leave it. I yeah. think I'm going to leave it. I like it. Normally, normally I'm a I'm, I'm not like a top button guy. Like I'm in mean, like, like like you you do the you do the full rain. Yeah, man. I'm all the way. Yeah, all yeah. The way up. Coop does that. My my youngest way. son does that too. Um, I'm I'm I actually I'm I'm a couple buttons down. I think you should Whoa. undo I mean, one more. Really, no no no. I mean. Again, yeah, again, little, again little, this isn't winning word? time. This isn't yeah, winning full, time. Full like Dr. Bus. I'm, I'm not doing the full Dr. Dr. Bus. You never go <laughs> Dr. full Dr. Bus. <laughs> That's a good Dr. point. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> so uh, you're welcome to the Peacock audience is basically what I'm saying. And uh, check it out later on YouTube if you're listening right now. I think I'm I'm wearing a pretty damn nice uh, uh, sport coat today as well. Hey, good for you. Thank you. <laughs> Good to see you over there, Christopher. How hey, are you? Man. Hey, man. I'm Good great. to see you. I'm DJ great. Mikey D is in D's nuts. Good morning, Rich. TJ Jefferson, who New York, who's uh, New York Metropolitans, took care of my New York Yankees last night because Jordan Montgomery couldn't pitch and the Yankees made way too many mistakes. And the Mets, Pete Alonzo, just wore the middle of that lineup. Marte, Lindor, and Alonzo just wore out Yankee pitching last night. Buck made the right moves. Joey Gallo can't hit. And uh, welcome to the program, T.J. Jefferson. How about wow. that? Wow. <laughs> Thank you. You know, honest, that for an inter- you haven't even lit the candle. I haven't yet. You know, but I was thinking about something yesterday. You know, during Jerry Jones' press conference, yes. he said something that I found interesting. Oh, Uh-oh. he said, "I feel like we have one of the best people at that position." When he's talking about Dak, yes. Now, let me ask you this: Why didn't he say, "I feel like we have one of the best players at that position"? Why didn't he say? Wow! Hey, hey welcome hmm. to the rest of us, TJ. What a very hmm. deep way to start the program. Oh, now you're doing the. You're going. Are you going full wind horse with your fingertips hmm. right now? Why did okay. he say? Why did he say? You know, that? we'll hit the. I'll bite on that later on. I'll bite on that later on. You want to light the candle because I. I mean, you know. I, yeah, I mean, I don't have a light today, but you know, uh, whatever. <laughs> so much for tradition. Wow! I told you, I'm waiting for the big shipment to come We're in. Just and we can already off like the this. rails. I am. Um, I'm spending my time thinking about uh, the football season and who I'm going to choose to win the Super Bowl and who's going to be my MVP because at some point in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be asked that uh, by my uh, NFL Network colleagues. Um, and so um, I'm also thinking about the questions I'm asking everyone. I'm going to ask this of Mike Tirico, the voice of Sunday Night Football and NBC Sports. Um, he's, uh, he's in Detroit, Michigan to call the action on the uh, golf channel of the Rocket Mortgage Classic that begins on Thursday. Nice. And so uh, I'll ask this of Mike as well. I asked this of, of Mark Schlereth on Monday and Daniel Jeremiah and Peter King yesterday, and it's all on our YouTube stream, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show if you missed anything. Which team is the most intriguing team going into 2020? Two. Which team is the most intriguing team going into this upcoming National Football League season. And you have many, many options. I'm, I'm kind of settling on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and it was sealed really? yesterday. Yeah, I'm, uh, it was sealed yesterday by the fact that Julio Jones is now on the team. The 17th, the leader in 17th place all-time in yards, 25th all-time in receiving yards, a, a future Hall of Famer, it appears. And um, he is now on this team. Maybe as Chris Godwin insurance, even though that top-notch receiver, Pro Bowl receiver, who had his knee blown out at the top of January, just at the on the eve of the playoffs, he did not start the training camp season on the physically unable to perform list, a.k.a. the pub list. 
and um, maybe he's ready to go. Russell Gage, as we all know, is the Falcons receiver who I mentioned now on Tampa Bay as the number one under the radar offseason acquisition. Number one, Russell Gage is now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. He was signed on, I would imagine, to fill the Antonio Brown slot as Chris Godwin was coming back. And now here comes Julio Jones as Godwin Insurance or as Todd Bowl said today, somebody's got to make up for Gronk's catches is what he said about Julio Jones and the fact that last year with Godwin going down and Antonio Brown removing his clothing and cutting himself from the Buccaneers last year, that they were left shorthanded at the end of the year in the wide receiver front. Why not just stack the wide receiver room right now? And what a way to stack. How about this for intriguing? I don't know if we've ever seen this before. Somebody who has as many catches, receiving yards, and touchdowns as Julio Jones being acquired by the team against whom he has personally the most catches, receiving yards, and touchdowns against any single team he's got in his entire career. Nobody has received more Julio Jones catches receiving yards and touchdowns on the wrong business end than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He habitually in his career in Atlanta torched this team. Now he's on it. And he's on it with Thomas Edward Brady. He's on it with Tom Brady, who appeared today in a training camp session, one week shy of his 45th birthday. The exact age, if you recall, Christopher, when he was in New England saying, I want to play till. And everybody's like, yeah, "Yeah, okay. (laughs) Yeah, right. He's going to hit that age. He's going to play this season at that age after he retired and then came back like he was uh, Brett Favre 2.0. Didn't actually retire. He never said the word. I got it. Stepped away from the game. Going to start, you know, shooting movies with Rita Moreno, which he did anyway. Um, And so... Brady's out there today slinging it around at age 45 there he is in his popsicle creamsicle 12 uniform and the pewter helmet with a thumbs up he looks amazing and he looked amazing throwing the ball around today no surprise there Levante David says he's in the greatest shape why not he's on the TB12 system he's got new golf clothing out he's feeling good he's hanging out with Jane Fonda Sending out birthday wishes to Giselle, and he's got a team with Evans, Godwin, we assume, Russell Gage, don't forget him, I'm telling you, and Julio Jones. Now then, Julio was asked when he knew he wanted to join Tampa, and it was a very quick answer from Julio Jones. Um, All along. Um, once I got the, the, the call from uh, Tennessee and letting them, they're saying I can, you know, go out and explore. Um, Jimmy Sex and my agent at CAA, we discussed some options, things like that. Um, and I already told them why I wanted to play, you know. So just being with a, you know, Hall of Fame quarterback, great quarterback, the coaching staff here um, is next door. I'm from Alabama. I went to played in Georgia, right? So it's like, it's right here. My family can come see me. Uh, I'm not going out the way, but just having the ability to come down here and just work, uh, bring what I can to the team, whatever I can to the team to help, whether it's mentor, um, a play style, whatever the case may be, just coming out here and work each and every day and just try to get better. It's a perfect fit. You know, it is It is a a really good fit because they don't absolutely have to have them they don't need them but they could use them he's missed seven games in each of the last two seasons that's a problem and when Brady a 45 year old hits a 33 year old wide receiver by the way the last wide receiver to have a thousand yard season at this ripe old age or above was Julian Edelman in 2019 you know who his quarterback was that year Mm. so Brady's used to throwing open and also throwing to somebody of this advanced age. 
I guess when a 45-year-old hits a 33-year-old wide receiver, turns Raymond James into the football version of the Villages, which is right nearby. <laughs> I don't know if the, if the Buccaneers are going to have a, uh, a golf cart parade around Raymond James, but... That's 78. That's easily the, the oldest combined age and that's, of a quarterback again, and receiver, right? I would understand the skepticism if Julio Jones was there because Evans was gone. He's there as a three, a four, and he's ready to be that guy. And I would just imagine he's going to take some tips on Tom about staying healthy, maybe. I don't know. Kind of helps. I think it works. And they're just as intriguing as they come. Is this Brady's last season? Todd Bowles is now the head coach there. He says Leonard Fournette came in 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 shape. I mean, even Fournette's weight is of interest. (laughs) Is Gronk going to come out of retirement in the middle of the season anyway? What does this defense look like? Did I mention, is this Brady's last season? Every single time? Look at their schedule. You tell me if this isn't the most intriguing team of 2022 coming in. It starts... On Sunday night football, and again, Mike Tirico is going to join us in eight minutes' time, at Dallas. Next up, at New Orleans. We had Malcolm Jenkins in here last week. Great inside football talk about what they do against Brady and the matchups that the Saints have on defense that that causes a problem for the Buccaneers' offense. Then in comes Green Bay's 12. Then comes Kansas City's 10, right? Atlanta. Here comes Atlanta with Julio Jones on the team. A visit to Pittsburgh. Brady's visit to Akrasher. At Carolina, there's a division game. Home against Baltimore on a Thursday night. How about that? Lamar Jackson coming in. Then they take on the Rams in Raymond James. We all know what happened the last time these two teams faced there in the divisional round. It turned out to be, at the time, what might have been Brady's last game. Home against Seattle, but that game, you know, what's so interesting about that? How does Germany sound to you? <laughs> then comes a bye week at Cleveland. Is Deshaun Watson going to be in that game? The second game, a Monday nighter against New Orleans at San Francisco. Home against Joey Burrow at Kyler Murray. He will no doubt be ready for that game with his independent study time. Carolina and Atlanta to wrap it up. Every single game is must-see. I'm kind of settling in on them. I, I, I know that we could go through Dallas's schedule and say that they're intriguing. Trey Lance in San Francisco. What we did learn about Kyler Murray's contract makes them fascinating. The Buffalo Bills, my gosh. Josh Allen and the expectations on that team. Every team in the AFC West. Is fascinating, but only one goat who's turning 45 one week from today with Julio Jones now on the team and Godwin apparently healthy and Leonard Fournette apparently in shape and the rest of this team with Todd Bowles at the controls. I don't know. You'd be hard-pressed to find a more interesting team than that one. Rick Stroud's going to join us at the top of hour number two. He covers this team. Man, is that... Did I miss any of those storylines going on? I don't know. Um, there's there's so much to talk about about this team. We had Sha- Shaquille Barrett last week. He's getting a pedicure on the phone. That's interesting. Marcus Freeman, head coach of Notre Dame football, will join us in the middle of hour number two. You want to say hello to him when he calls in, Mike? Got say, questions? hey, I'm a yeah, guy I from New Jersey him. who grew up with no college football team. Because he doesn't have like a I... fake accent when he goes to a team. Whoa. Oh. Oh. I'm over Kelly. Oh. I'm over him now. You say he keeps Although, it real, Did you see his acting? The, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the uh, Notre Dame uh, football uh, Twitter site uh, tweeted out a video of uh, Marcus Freeman, a couple of his players in the, the Golics. I love him. Announcing a game in Las Vegas in uh, October. You yeah. going to go to that game, Mike? Uh, I'm probably doing a different game uh, that day. Okay, you're too busy. I mean, it okay. stinks. I would go. You work too much. Hey, is Urban Meyer back yet or what for Fox? Because Urban's in the news today. Well, I mean, they're not mentioning him in Jacksonville, um, but they kind of are. Um, oh, God, that's great. If I you missed that, if you miss, If you missed those sound bites from yesterday, we've got them for you. We've got them for you. 
Uh, in hour number three, Andy Richter hey now. will be here uh, in, in, you know, beside the desk here. Love it. If I had uh, a head of hair like Conan, I'd say I'd play that role. <laughs> <laughs> but Andy's got a new podcast called Three Questions with Andy Richter. That'll be in hour number three. We're keeping the uh, an eye out for any news on the Deshaun Watson front. Still waiting. I mean, training camps are open, and Sue Robinson is just like, no rush. I don't know. No rush. No rush. No sense <laughs> Does of Does Sue L. Robinson have an Instagram account to see if she's on like a yacht somewhere in the Terranian Sea? Looking, uh, through, looking through the binders? Let me just check real quick. Where is the Terranian Sea? That's off of Italy, Mike. It's off of Italy. I call it the coast Rich took of a Italy. vacation to Italy recently. Did you know that? As a matter of fact, I had no idea. Right near the Terranian Sea uh, where I bought this hat. Uh. <laughs> By the way, Rich, somebody pointed out yesterday you put the hat on backwards. So Ooh. at one point, I did not. Somebody tweeted that. that some Man, everybody's noticing things. <laughs> so just wanted to make sure you put it on right. Everybody back off. The hat's rakish either way, front or back. <laughs> it is. Front or back. I should have known that. Front, front or back and side to side. It's okay, Mike. You're only Italian. I'm just Jewish. There's a lot of I'm Sue Robinson. So Instagram. I mean, we don't. We I know. Are we, you Sicilian? I didn't yes. know that. Oh yes, oh. I can be a leader of the mob. You're not a hundred percent. Are you? Uh, yes. I have a little traced roots to Naples. But you, excuse so. me. Excuse me. The man loves his pizza square. Okay. I do. There you I go. love square pizza. All right. Let's take a break here on the Rich Eisen Show. Mike Tarico will join us. You know, I have to. I got to ask him what in the world was it like watching Cameron Smith do what he did? Right. I know. I know the Open Championship was two weeks ago, but Who cares? It was still. Awesome. Come on. <laughs> it was still amazing. That was unbelievable. Um, so Mike Tirico will join us next. Rick Stroud after him. Marcus Freeman of Notre Dame football after him. Andy Richter after those three. And you throughout it. 844-204-RICH. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network on NBC Sports on Peacock and NBC Sports Audio, Sirius XM Channel 85. This is the man who is all over NBC Sports, my old Sports Center colleague and Susie Schuster's colleague from ABC Sports Days back in the day. He is calling the PGA Tours Rocket Mortgage Classic starting on Thursday through Sunday on Golf Channel. And then, of course, he and Chris Collinsworth will be in Canton, Ohio, calling the Hall of Fame game that can be seen uh a week from this Thursday on NBC and Peacock, my good friend Mike Tarico on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. How are you doing there, Michael? I mean, there's a million things to cover. First off, yes, sir. greetings from your college stomping grounds of Ann Arbor. Yes, sir. Thank you. Greatly appreciate that. Secondly, I wasn't planning on being there for the time tomorrow. Yes. But I, I, I will be now if I can watch the Not Rich Eisenberg 
<laughs> well, Mike, you know, here's what you got to do. Um, I yeah. think, you know, I, I don't need you to wake up that early, but at some okay. point, uh, here's what you do. You just tell the crew at the Golf Channel, keep an eye on Mark Hubbard's bag. That's what I need you to do. You know, I understand. But maybe oh, I just thought it's a four and a half hour, four point five to play. So maybe when I get to the golf course late morning, I'll catch him on eighteen, and I'll see <laughs> if he's stayed with the not rich Eisen, or if it wasn't working, maybe change sponsors after twelve or so. Yes, he can. He can do that. It's yeah. his bag. It's his. It's his driver. But I, we, we kind of you know loved following him because he's the one who got in. At the Greater Hartford Open, as it used to be called, now the Travelers, because Brooke, Brooks left for the, the Live Tour. And we right. thought, like, how great would it, would it be? What a sports story would be if he takes this opportunity and he runs with it. And he's been playing pretty well, actually, so that, this that, fella. That, that happens way too often on tour. And more importantly, you know what this weekend is. What is that? This is the last weekend, or week, if you will, without football until <sighs> mid-February. Isn't that your best? I just love it. We, we go, we, we are in Canton, as you said, in eight days. Mm. I, just, I just spent my uh, night and morning going through all 92 Jaguars. <laughs> <on the roster>. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're about halfway through the Raiders. So I'm looking forward to that late night, early morning tomorrow. And uh, let, let's go. I'm, I'm ready for game one and 184 players, uh, 100 of whom will not play. I know that, and many of them won't even many of them won't won't even be out there uh, when you call the season opener here in Los Angeles in a in a in a few weeks' time. So I'll I'll, I'll start with you, Mike, by asking yep. you a question. I'm asking uh, all the luminaries that come on this program um, with a football uh, bent. Uh, who is the which is the team that is the most intriguing team for you entering 2022? To choose one, hmm, Mike Tirico. You know what? I did not realize I am an LWFB. You would luminary with a football bent. That, that, that's new. Nice. Uh, yeah, yes. Maybe, maybe I'll put that on my golf bag. LWFB. <laughs> Please do so. Anybody who knows what I'm talking about. Um, most intriguing team to me, Rich. I'm, I'm so heavy to the AFC because I think there's so many interesting teams there. And I'm going to give you two. Yep. I'm going to give you the teams that played that memorable game. Kansas City and Buffalo. I want to know without Tyree Kill, without one of those five-star megawatt coming off the end pass rushers, will the Chiefs have enough to be at the top of a conference that they've been at the top of really for four or five years here with so many good teams there? And on the flip side of that, Buffalo is one of those teams that plays the entire season to get back to that point. And those 13 seconds, that's a long way between here and there. But let's face it, everybody in Buffalo thinks they should have been in the Super Bowl last year. They think the game we're going to see to open up the NFL season on the kickoff game on September 8th should have been the game we saw in SoFi for Super Bowl 56. And I'm intrigued to see how strong, how confident, how good can this team be trying to get back there. Because as we know, every year is different. Every team's different. It's really hard to continue success in the league. And, those are my two right now. And, and those are obviously two terrific teams right there. And I, I, I'd be hard-pressed to find anybody who doesn't believe Buffalo is the team to beat in the AFC, um, even with the AFC West as deep as it is. But that's part of the reason why I think everyone thinks that people are going to beat each other up in that yeah. division. And thus, there's... I mean, to emerge from that division with a shot at the one seed would really be a remarkable achievement for anybody that wins that one. And, and, and that's, the, that's the only seed that, that puts you into the second round of the playoffs that, that Buffalo reached last year. Uh, I, how do you see the AFC West sussing out in your mind, Mike Tirico? Yeah, and, and, and just starting, knowing that we have the Raiders to start, just, just starting with the discovery phase and you start looking at teams, you start looking at players, I spent, I think, about an hour convincing myself each of the four teams could be the best team in the AFC mm-hmm. West. I, you, you really can. You go, okay, maybe the Chiefs aren't as good here. Wow, all these pieces that the Chargers now have. Obviously, you know, with, with the Raiders, you start to look, go, oh, like Chandler Jones is here now. So you got Jones and Crosby coming off the edge. Devontae Adams is here. And all, all of that stuff. And you, you pull back and you go, any of these teams can be the team in the AFC West. So... 
yeah, I agree with you. It's going to be hard to be the one seed out of the AFC West. Now, now how, how good will Miami be, thus giving Buffalo, Miami, and New England as difficult teams in the division? And let's not forget the Jets. That, that Jets offense, I think, is going to hit a hit a good a good patch here during the season. And I think Salah will get the defense if healthy in the right place. And you know, it, it's that stupid time of the year. It's what is it, July twenty fifth? Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, it's the time. It's the time of the year that you can legitimately say, "Hey, everybody really can have a good season," and it's not the case. So I, I can't see which team is going to be really bad right now in the AFC. So which team that you think, uh, Mike Tirico, um, that you think, not on people's radars, will wind yep. up getting flexed into your schedule? <laughs> and, and, and like, uh, say, say like Cincinnati is a yeah. perfect example of that. At this point last yeah. year, everyone's right. looking at the back end of their schedule and saying, oh, we got Cincinnati in December. That's a win until Joe Burrow showed up in December. You know? Right. So which team do you think has the the shot to get flexed into your schedule because nobody saw him coming, Mike Tirico. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good one, Rich, because we have so many teams on the schedule this year because so many teams were pretty good. I'm just running through my mind. I don't want to let somebody escape. What if what if Jameis plays as go. well as he played before getting hurt? And what if Michael Thomas, who I saw was out there today, yep. Uh, running drills, and we haven't seen him in a year. We forget he caught you know about 150 balls from Breeze a couple of years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And what if Dennis Allen all of a sudden wakes New Orleans up with, you know, guys, we we can win like 16 to 10 games and 19 to 13 games. Maybe maybe they're the team that kind of sneaks up on people. Um, that, that that might be the one I'll throw out there right now. It's not on the schedule. It's funny. We're here in Detroit. I, I live in this area. Yep. And we're with some folks uh, hanging out during the summer. And they said, hey, when do you think the Lions will be on Sunday Night Football? It's <laughs> kind of a half joke, of course. Yeah, right. Said, you know what? Anybody can play their way onto Sunday Night Football. Just look at the Bengals last year. So you're right. There's one every year that you have no expectation, but they do it. So I'll give you New Orleans for now. From your mouth to the football god's ears detroit at the jets week 15 gets flexed in there you go there's that i think we just identified it um even you know you got uh, even though you got new england at vegas belichick at mcdaniels it would take quite a bit to flex out of that one i'd imagine but there you go denver detroit at the jets week 15 well i flexed i saw on the i saw on the lions uh social media this morning that Dan Campbell was doing up downs with the team. He taped his. As they're doing their drills this morning. I mean, he's. I can't wait for hard knocks. I cannot wait. I think it's going to be entertaining and exciting and good on the Lions, by the way, for it's kind of making a push to change the narrative. Because look, the attendance was down last year in Detroit. This is a great football city, but even the fans have worn a little thin of it. So they are just trying to reintroduce players, team, and culture. And I think hard knocks will do a little bit of that. And that, that's a team, I'm not saying they're going to play their way onto Sunday Night Football, that's a team that can, in an NFC North, that, you know, if Green Bay is not as great as they have been, it's not going to overwhelm you like the AFC West, let's say. I, I think they could be in line for a significantly improved season from last year. Now, that could be seven wins or eight wins, but I think they, they're going in the right direction right now with Campbell. An important detail to add to Dan Campbell doing up-downs with the team is he taped his wrists to do that. <laughs> <laughs> he he taped his wrists before doing that with the like, team. Do, I think it may be as good as the Rex Ryan addressing the team meeting that were a part of the Jets' hard knocks. That, I thought that set the bar, right? Mm-hmm. Like, let's go eat and snacks and all That's that right. stuff. Uh, I, I think some of the Dan Campbellisms in the team meetings and the, the passion and the fury and the cower-esque spit flying from the head coach I think that could be right up there with some of the best stuff we've seen on Hard Knocks. It doesn't win you a damn game, but it'll be entertaining at least going in. Mike Tirico, my buddy, uh, here on the Rich Eisen Show from NBC Sports. Okay, so you are the you're you're in town as well. It's the Rocket Mortgage Classic on Golf Channel that starts on on Thursday. Uh, you and I have not spoken since this, but please tell me what was it like to be there at St Andrews and watch. Cameron Smith do what he did with pretty much most every human there 
wanting to see it for Rory. What in the world was that like for you to witness, Mike Tirico? Yeah. Rich, it was. I was talking to a few tour players uh, at an event yesterday about this. Also, mm-hmm. it's one of the best back nines in a major championship <laughs> that you'll ever see, mm-hmm. and it's given all of that. It was Rory's got to win this for all the reasons that people have talked about. Uh, the holes were really put in very tricky spots because it wasn't wind. If you don't have wind in St. Andrews, it loses one of its two defenses. The other one are hole locations. So it wasn't like guys were making a ton of birdies later on in the round. For him to shoot 30 on the back nine of a major (laughs) championship with Rory on top of the board at the home of golf without the holes being in easy spots, he played rich holes 10 through 14 in 15 strokes. Now, I don't know how big your game has gotten in the last few years, but I've played two holes in 15 strokes. You've played two holes in 15 strokes. For him to do that in that situation, that's one of the best back nines ever at a major on Sunday, and I don't think we really were ready for it because it just snuck up on everybody because of all the tension being on Rory. So good for him. Great for him. Yeah, I mean, the, that back nine, we were talking about it here, Mike. It's the only back nine for a major championship that could even be in the same area code or zip code or or universe is is Augusta National, where you have holes that you can make eagle on. You have holes where you can completely blow up on. Um, and then there's an iconic hole that, you know, is a bucket list hole for everybody wanting to play. Um, right. And then the finish as well. It, there's nothing like, that that was unbelievable to watch and i just couldn't believe what i was watching yeah um, no, and, I, I agree with you it, it kind of snuck up on us too i i really think because because you thought it was the two guys rory and hobland in the last group and then he was in position but just look he did it at the players championship when he makes putts he makes them in bunches and he's as good a putter as maybe anybody on tour and he proved that have you done Scotland golf. I have not. I have not. I I so I so I so want to. I mean, that's. Let's do it next year. All right, you and. I'm serious. Let let uh, let's get like a group of fun guys. Okay. Let's let's go do that. That that would be a blast. How about how about I I know Brockman, you're pointing at you, but uh, how about like a sports center reunion? How about that? Let's get DP. Let's get DP. Really funny. Um, you know, help would do it. I'm serious. Like, let's let's that, let's do that sort of thing. That is exactly that what I would do. I would love that. That, that. that that would be a lot of fun. But they are they're great trips. They're great towns. And uh, I, I will tell everybody who's listening: if you ever do get the chance to go to the Open, uh, it's always good when it's in the UK. Anytime it's played, it's really good when it's in Scotland. And when it is at St Andrews, when it's in Scotland, when it's at St Andrews, it's the absolute best. This was the fifth one I've been lucky enough to cover and everyone just delivers and there's no place uh, that if you love golf that compares to the town of St. Andrews so uh, if you can do it go do it and Cam Smith's got something to uh, be remembered for forever no matter what tour he ends up on in the next few months or years. <laughs> no, I know. Good one. Uh, but I'm serious. So we like yeah. we could we could get all of us we could FaceTime Killer from there, Kilborn. You know, we could just FaceTime <laughs> him from a pub. Right? See what he's up to. No. He can lift his martini glass in his mahogany uh you know, walled uh uh living room from here in Los Angeles. We'll raise a pint. We could do that, right? Um Oh my god. We could who was the first guy you did Sports Center with? I don't think I've ever asked you that. Who was the first, uh, or, or 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 was it or was it LC? Oh, but which oh. who was the first anchor that no, you did it with? I'm going to give you one now. The first sports center I did was at 2:30 in the morning on July. I want to say 14th, uh-huh. a Friday night, 13th or 14th. It was with Jim Bergamo. Jim Bergamo. Yeah. Was Jimmy still there when you were there? No, he was gone. Okay. First, yeah, by the way, just, first day I walked into to work at Sports Center. Was when right. was when they uh, they shot the Don't Walk commercial. Oh no, is that right? Yes, like the the, the Hands Across America type commercial, where where you, everybody sang, you know, uh, like We Are the World, Don't Walk. Like that was my first day. To stop traveling, right? That's exactly right. Yeah, exactly. That, that was my first one. That's Jim Bergamo, huh? Jim Bergamo, and then Ann Montgomery were the first couple of people I did Sports Center with, and then. Uh, I would do a bunch of uh, a bunch of 
Fridays, Saturdays in the fall yeah. with Tom Mees, God rest his soul. That's right. And then, uh, and then right after I started, a few months later, Carl Ravage and Linda Cohn. But I did the bulk of the sports centers I did. Probably 40% of the sports centers I did were with Chris Myers. And we did a lot of 2.30 a.m., half hour, 11 Pacific sports centers. And when they started airing sports center on a loop in the morning every half hour, yeah. Uh, that that helped both both of our careers because management and other people would see it in, in the morning when they'd wake up. And Chris and I had a, a wonderful thing going, and I, I love those times. And I always laugh when you know Chris is doing NFL games and NASCAR and all great stuff for Fox. And uh, when our paths cross every once in a while, it's just neat to reflect on uh, doing basketball highlights and hockey. I, Chris loved the NBA. He wasn't as big a hockey fan, right. so he was. He would trade. He would trade an NBA highlight block with me for an NHL highlight block. Like, hey, I'll give you. A, I'll give you a couple of NHL highlights in the in the C section. <laughs> if you give me a couple NBA games, we would trade highlights. Fun time. Oh fun my time. gosh! Like one, he, Chris Chris Myers was one of the first Sports Center anchors I ever crossed paths with after leaving ESPN. Although it wasn't him. We used the old Hollywood Hotel booth oh my for our for our Hall of Fame coverage at NFL Network. We would put it right next to the interstate, and it's, we needed to have sort of an enclosed booth where you could see the hall behind us, but not hear the trucks zipping by I-77. So we used the Hollywood Hotel that Fox used for NASCAR, and I turned to my right and looked next to the host chair, and there was Chris Myers' Paul Mitchell hairspray bottle. So that's the way I ran into... <laughs> That's the way I ran into Chris. Oh you know, I didn't. <laughs> you know, that's the way I ran. That's the way I ran into Chris back in the day. That, so. is, that, that is so funny, man. I, I love doing shows with him. He was so good. He was he was a great reporter and would work the story. You think about somebody like Chris, a terrific bureau reporter for so many years. Right. Uh, then crushed it on Sports Center, Baseball Tonight, up close after Roy Firestone. That's right. And then uh, then this career. You know, calling NFL games on Fox and hosting um, the the NASCAR and doing a whole bunch of other stuff. He's like done everything in his career. He's been on network TV for you know over thirty years, and has just been awesome at everything he does. What a what a great guy, and what a what a pleasure it was to work with uh, I kid because <laughs> I kid because I care. That's right. Uh, me here, you there, all that business. You're no oh, good. I remember all that. What a time. <laughs> you you you're no good. Got replaced with baseball. You, you're not safe. That's right. I was tagged out. Man, I, I can think of like 100 Chris Myers-isms uh, doing shows with him, but good days and fun times. And what I love, Rich, about that yep. is like, so many people from that era that we were all together are all still doing this 25 years later. Um, it's it's you know, fun every time you turn on TV and see somebody from that, that era, that family. So it's uh, Me too. good memories. and. Every once in a while, you just stumble into a conversation like this about those times. Me too. That's why I, I rarely bring that up when uh, when I get to chat with you. Mike, thanks for the time. Drive safe wherever thanks you're back. going. Uh, I hope to run into you in Canton next week. That would be great. Hope to see I, you. I look forward to that. I am off to check on your golf bag. I'm off to the golf course. So there you go. I will give you a full report later in the broadcast. Please, if you do run into Hubbard and his golf bag, text me a photograph. I would love to see it, Mike. I, please. I, I, I'm here for you as a Cub reporter on the tour. Well, bless you. I appreciate it. Mike Tirico. You be well. We'll chat soon. Drive safe. You got it, bud. You got it. That's Mike Tirico, everybody, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. I got the most exposure of my career ever, I think, um, outside of the Katy Perry video that I did with uh, <laughs> Bill Walton, which has been seen almost, what, a half billion times on YouTube. But yeah, the most television exposure I think I've ever gotten in my career is when I was asleep. The reruns. I would do the 2 a.m. Yeah, with buddy. Stuart or the 1 a.m. and then the 1 a.m. with Stu, and then it would re-air at 2 a.m., and then, because Steve Bornstein, I think he told me this, my rabbi, smart enough to have hired me twice, the longtime president of ESPN, or CEO of ESPN, whatever his title was there, I, I think the rears that started at 6 in the morning Eastern, he pushed it to 5 in the morning Eastern so he could have something to watch when he was running on the treadmill in the morning. You didn't want to, wa- didn't want to watch the world's strongest man, I guess. <laughs> All those workout shows. So they, workout so shows. they started Keanu, the re-airs Keanu an hour Tom. earlier. And so I'm Gilead. I'm dead asleep. Gilead. Four in the morning. Four thirty in the morning is when I'd finally drop off. And then my show 
that I did with Stu or whatever overnight. 5 a.m., 6 a.m., 7 a.m., 8 a.m., 9 a.m., 10 a.m. And I'd wake up at like 10.30 in the morning and there was no Twitter at the time. If there was, I'd, I'd see the reaction to it. I had no idea if people were watching it or not. I watched it, Rich. No, I appreciate I that. I got him from the uh, bar. I, I always have to The Swish Swish video is at 665 million. There you go. Views right now. There you go. Three quarters of a With the mountain. That's right. Swish. And Katy Perry. And Katy Perry. There you go. She's there, too. But I think the first person you see might be me, right? And and Bill Walton. I think we're calling, uh, the, uh, calling the action for us. playing it right now. Stand hey. by. As well, it should be in a well, Katy Perry no, video. She's Who first, first up. She's first up. Oh, that's right. She's the star of that. My bad. She's sitting on a big diamond. All right. I, I didn't really want to do this, to be very honest with you, but I'm going to. When we come back, I'm going to talk about my future with NFL Network since everybody's so interested in oh, it, apparently. Oh. That's coming up next. Don't miss it, please. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, Terrestrial Network, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. There's a live Panther quarterback competition tweeting going on right now. That's, as you know, it's, it's, a, uh, it's a tradition unlike any uh, other now that uh, Twitter is as great as it is uh, over the yes. last several years. The burgeoning presence of Twitter in training camp. What do we got? Uh, Donald uh, throw hit the ground, a Baker Mayfield off a tip, tip, Tip drill interception. What do we got? From David Newton, who covers the team for ESPN. Baker Mayfield throws the first pick oh, in the competition against Sam Darnold. Boy. Yes. Oh, no. As you know, I think Baker's getting it. If Baker doesn't get this gig after they acquire him in the middle year behind. of the summer, because clearly they're not sold on Sam Darnold, if Baker doesn't get this gig... Then what? I don't know. Back up? I, I think it's it's worse than him sitting at home and not doing anything. Like it's sitting at home, at least it's a bit of a mystery, right? That he was got screwed over by the Browns and the rest of the league couldn't acquire him because the Browns held on to him and he didn't want to eat salary and you can't blame him. I mean, if he doesn't get this gig, now that's the proper reaction to a live tweeting of the first day of training camp, first <laughs> interception of a quarterback battle, right? That was the proper reaction to that, right? Yeah. Is oh. to take it to the nth degree that he's not getting the job and it's worse off for him than it, 
had he just not even taken the trade to Carolina, right? Snap reaction. That's why I'm here with one button, too many unbuttoned. I think you need to go one more. No, dude. I don't have the chain for yeah, it. Yeah, you need a chain. I don't, uh, have, the, chain. I don't have the bus comb over yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, you need uh, a chain. Mackay Becton's going to right tackle. I saw that. Uh, which is see, uh, what else? There's, there's a lot happening right now. You know, we'll talk about that later on here on, on the, the Rich Eisen Show. Look, I, I do uh, talk about my life here um, quite a bit. I got my best dad ever sign, right? Um, Susie sits in this chair later on this uh, Friday. Chris, when you take a day off, Susie will be in yours. Uh, I share my life with you on this program, and I'm greatly appreciative of you taking whatever I share with you and and listening to it and watching it. But I don't really talk about my business very much here, but I have to now because it's seemingly, you know, in a lot of places on Twitter and I'm getting texts from people and I greatly appreciate their well wishes and things like that. And, you know, media outlets are calling my agent. And I'm not saying that just to make a bigger deal of it, because trust me, I don't want to talk about this sort of stuff. When I started at NFL Network in 2003, I was told by Jeff Mason, one of the legendary producers in this business, after I left ESPN, parted ways with them, and I went from 110 million homes to 11 million homes, and you know, I'm sitting around and we're starting something up, and he turns to me and he says to me, the greatest, the greatest feeling you'll ever have in this business is you start something from scratch and you grow it into something. It's an incredible experience and you're going to get that opportunity here at NFL Network. And here I am in year 19 and I'm, I'm, my contract is up at the end of next month and I see a story on July 20th. I'm, my, I wake up and I'm getting texts and it's tweets and all this stuff from front office sports saying that I'm going to hit free agency. I'm close to hitting free agency. I'm on the verge of hitting free agency from NFL Network. And um, the only thing I'm going to say about this, was it 59 seconds? Have I, has this been my preamble to this? Because I want one second for every minute it took LeBron to actually say something years ago. Uh, it takes it's you a lot to get longer? to the point sometimes, okay. right, but so, that's, right. uh, that's your personality. So the story comes out July 20th. I agree to terms with NFL Network on June 17th. If you called me, I'd have told you that. <laughs> Nobody called me. And the last thing I wanted to do was give any more life to something that I don't really think should be in public. You know, and I just, you know, I'm waiting on the paperwork. T's crossed, I's dotted. I'll be there. I want to be there for a long time. You know, next year will be year, this is season 20 for me. Next year's the 20th anniversary. I love working there. I love working with the people who work there. So, I'm going to be there. I don't know how this stuff kind of gets out and gets its (laughs) new life, you know. And I just didn't say anything because I didn't want to give a new cycle to it. They spelled my name right at front office sports, and they used a great photograph. I really approved that photo. It's a very nice photograph that they put on there. Susie approved of the photograph. She's like, I even kind of got like a whoa, you know, like that nice picture. Yeah, a little high register for my wife, which is, you know. That's a win. High praise. My wife. My wife. (laughs) Well, congratulations. Thank you. Rich. Thank you. I appreciate it. We've built this from the ground up too, Rich. Uh, well, something we're proud yeah. of. Well, we yeah. built this city on rock and roll. As you know. Yes. So, don't you remember? I, so I just wanted to address that. And by the way, thank you to all the people who were texting me saying, you know, I hope you get what you want. Hope you get what you get. You get, you go, you know. And and it was very nice. I I greatly appreciate that. But hey, Mike McCarthy, you know, just you could call, reach out. That's all. So, I don't know if that gets put to bed, but uh, that puts the first hour to bed on this program. We'll see if the aggregators pick it up. And the I, apolog- I apologize for not texting you about it either. Yeah. That was and I appreciate that. Well, you've, yeah. you've heard me talking about it around here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you guys the sources? <laughs> never know. Wait a minute. Woodward, Bernstein. <laughs> Rich, how does this help me, to be honest? Yeah, how does it help you? It's a good question. Yeah, that's what Who I'm saying. That's all I really want to know. How does it help me? 
to where well, we're I at. mean, we get to talk about you. Here's how it helps you: is that I'm 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 on game day morning on oh, Sundays. Oh, great! I yes. love that show. Um, I I host the draft combine. Oh, yes. big fans! Uh, by the way, I'm going to still do Monday big Night fans. Football for Westwood One. We get good guests based on. I'm that actually going to be with you at the draft and the oh, combine. Nobody cares. Right. It's not about you. I is that back. right? I am back. Was Mitchie that in knows. front office sports too? <laughs> no, that's not in front office. They're not. They're not saying will you, that. Will you let front office sports know when you're not going to be here? Because right, that's well, the way I learn from it. Sometimes I'll. I'll learn well, about Rich, you not being here uh, in the media. Chris, HR has to know. Well, Rich, 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 he has notified HR. Mike, not here tomorrow or Friday. You see? Huh? I tell HR. Oh, you're not here tomorrow either? No, no, no. Oh, I should have Googled it. <laughs> <laughs> Sources say. HR was notified. I say I have cleared. to tell HR to clear the vacation day. <laughs> it's been clear. Or day off. I love it, Rich, because the more exposure you get, it's just better hey, for us. It cascades. Yeah, yeah it, hey, it's, it's, a trickle, you know, it's a trickle down. You know thing. what I am? It's a trickle I'm down a, effect. You know what yeah. I am? I'm a cascader. Rising tides raise all boats. They do. <laughs> so you keep they doing do, your actually. thing. I'm not going to lie. And my association will grow a little bit. And by the way, in case you're wondering, uh, there is a clause in the NFL Network Uh-oh. agreement says, that says I I am allowed to wear my shirt with one button. <laughs> unbuttoned Good. to make you as uncomfortable as possible. It's so funny. I come on the air and I realize it. I realize it. I see you right away. And I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. No, I like it. We like it. I don't like I it want myself, the chain. but I like it for you. You need the Italian horns. We got to get you. Italian horns? You know, the little chain with the Italian. He needs the Star of David. Dude. I mean... Okay. I'm not like horns. Elliot Gould in right, Ocean's Eleven. You, up you know what I mean? A little bronzer. We'll get you a little what bronzer. What, what are you talking I want, about? I want him to look Jersey Shorish. Definitely not. Rich, I got a question. Is there an independent study clause in your new contract? I need to oh, look yeah. that up. Yes. <laughs> you know, you have, Again, you, like you, I said, I'm you have to spend on, yes. X amount of time watching the product. You, I'm waiting on the paperwork, and we'll see. We're still waiting on our tablets, too, by the way. We'll see. I got my tablet. study without, you know, source material. We shall see when the contract comes. We'll see in the language. If there it is, they'll use the word tablet. That's for damn sure, not iPad. Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times, Marcus Freeman of Notre Dame Football coming up.